Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Potter's View International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. I know we are ready to fire. You see, we don't become what we pray for. We become what we believe. And that is why he said, when you pray, believe. Are we together? Yes, sir. So we want to further water the ground. So we pray. We believe now. Now we understand and Hallelujah. So our team today is possessing the gates. Gates are greater than doors. No matter the miracle I perform to open this door, if the testimony I expect is outside that gate, it will not come in. So gates would always control doors. They are the passage to doors. We're not talking about doors. We're talking about gates this morning. I just wanted to, you know, differentiate the two. Hallelujah. So when we talk about possessing, you know, when I was trying to meditate on it, the Lord gave me a distinctive difference between possess and possessing. Today, we are not possessed. We are not just possess the gate. We are possessing. So when you talk about possess, you talk about control. You talk about influence. Hallelujah. You talk about dominion. Hallelujah. You talk about ownership. But when we talk about possessing the gate, we are talking about maintaining control. You don't possess the gate today and lose it tomorrow. Is somebody here? After today, you will possess that gate and you will never lose it. Because that is what we've come to do this morning. We've come to maintain control. We've come to maintain influence. We've come to maintain ownership. We've come to maintain dominion. Is someone with me today? So if we're going to throw light in those little definitions to what we want to do today, I want to quickly say this. We are not oblivious that the spiritual controls the physical. Are we together? But we need to understand that that interaction that the physical has over the physical, I mean the spiritual has over the physical, they don't mix to have that interaction. Are we together? The both rings don't mix. There is a border. There is a border between the two. Clear border between the two. So if there has to be an interaction, it has to be at a specific border, at a specific place within that border that there will be what? An interaction. Am I communicating? It doesn't happen everywhere. Are we together? It doesn't happen everywhere. It has to happen at a particular place where we call, you know, a point, where we call a potter, where we call a gate. Are we together this morning? Praise the Lord. Are we together? For instance, in Ephesians 1 verse 3, Apostle Paul talked about something. He said, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Where? In heavenly places. But it is not going to rain. It's not going to fall like rain everywhere. It's going to come in from where? From a gate. Are we together? Just follow me gradually as we go. Let's take it back to the beginning. And before I go, let me also mention this about gates. Negotiations happen in the gate. Exchange happens at the gate. Praise the Lord. People's destiny can be thwarted at the gate. Are we together this morning? The reason why you're having unended poverty, illness, shame, running to your home is because the foundational issue of your home has been decided at the gates. At this point where the spiritual meets the physical, at the point 
you know, people who have understand this mystery stand there and they bring in spiritual help and they authorize them to act on their behalf here. Are we together? I'm going somewhere. Follow me. In the beginning, in, in, in the garden, it wasn't just about the garden of Eden. It was about a spot that opened to the heavens. So that wants to get me to the two types of gates before I go. There is the gates of hell and the gates of heaven. Remember where we read, it said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. And when Jacob said something, he said, I didn't know that this place I left, there was a gate of heaven. So two gates. I don't know whichever gate, other gates you know can fall in between the two. For me, that is the major. I believe it's the major gate. Hallelujah. Are we together? So in the Garden of Eden, it wasn't about it wasn't just about the garden, how beautiful it was. What made the garden beautiful? There was a gate of heaven opened at the garden. It said there, Adam always communed with God. In the evening of the day, God will come down from there and, you know, just walk in the garden and have communion with them. Are we together? Are we together this morning? But something happened. Another gate opened and the devil came from there and possessed the serpent and met the woman. You know the story. And the sin and what happened. God closed that gate. In fact, he sent a seraphim with the sword to close that gate. So the gate was closed. It didn't matter if, even though Eden was there. That is an example of the heavenly gates. And can I announce to you that here is also a heavenly gate. We have opened the heavenly gates here. How many of us can bear me witness with that? How many of us can bear me witness? You know, you know, Abraham was a man that understood gates. He was a super gate man. Everywhere he went, if he needed to communicate with God, he would raise an altar. He would put sacrifices. He would worship. And what will happen? A gate is opened there into the spiritual and he will communicate and reverence with God. Are we together? He did so many that his grandson one day was traveling back and he stopped at that point to lay his head on a gate that his forefather opened. What happened? He had a dream and he saw the revelation of that place. So you can understand that that point doesn't open just everywhere. It opens at the point. He opened there and with his eyes he saw the revelation of heaven and he confirmed that what? It is the gate of heaven. If the God open your spiritual eyes, you will see that angels descend and ascend from this place. Why? Because of the sacrifice. When we come, we come with thanksgiving. We come with worship upon this place. We have literally opened a gate in this place. And if you can't see spiritually, you can confirm it from the testimonies we have every day. We talk about testimonies. You hear testimonies. Why? Because angels come up. They come take our request they go up and come with answers and they distribute it to us are we here today are we here today gates of heaven now let's talk about a bit about the gates of hell you remember the case of the prophet of Baal? can you remember someone here the case of the prophet of Baal. what happened when they wanted to you know taunt god you know he said come and just show us your god what did they do they didn't just call for their gods they had to go and look for gates he said Put up your own altar. Open the gate. Let me also open gate. Let me open the gate of heaven. Let me see you open the gate of hell. Beside the gate of heaven. And let me see it open. And when they placed it, what happened? The gate of heaven opened. But the gate of hell could not open. Baal could not come down. They did everything. The Bible said they cried. They, you know, they shouted. As it was their custom. They cut themselves so that blood can come out. 
Imagine, after the animal they had killed, they had to still cut themselves, but because the gate could not open. When the presence of God is coming from the gate of heaven, no gate of hell can ever open against you. And that is why when we come to church, where the gate of heaven is opened, we believe that no gate of hell can open against you. I don't know if that's some testimony of somebody to this morning. If that's your testimony, let me hear you say, Amen. Is somebody following me? Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Let's progress. And you see, they lost it out of sin. The gates of heaven were shut against them. And something began to happen. The people of God began to be tormented by the gate of hell. They lost possession of the gate. Adam lost possession of the gate. Why? Because of sin. I'm going somewhere. And when the, you know, God began to teach some of his men how to repossess it, how to visit them, come to the mountain, I'll visit you there. Why? Why he comes? There is a gate that is open. He communicates with them. Through them, he meets the people. Hallelujah. Then something happened. Jesus came. And the paradigm changed. When Jesus came, he was a man that was anointed. Bible said he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. And Jesus came with a particular kind of technique. He will go in into his corner. He will begin to reverse with God. He will open the gate of heaven. He will charge himself. Just like Pastor K always does. He'll tell you, come to this place. Why? Because there is a heaven's gate here. Come and charge yourself. And when Jesus charges himself, because he has the Holy Spirit and he has power, whenever he comes out, wherever he appears, a gate automatically opens. The supernatural begins to happen. When he opens his mind and says, blind eye, open, it opens. When it was in front of the grave he said the dead man rise and come out and he came out he had two fish two fishes and you know five loaves of bread and he said thank god the gates just opened immediately there wasn't need for them to rush to an altar there wasn't any need for them to go anywhere but jesus noticed something it was only where he was that was happening and he said no the comforter has to come the comforter has to come and help these people because i cannot cover everybody and he told them and he told them i'll give you power to tread upon snakes and scorpions. I will give you power that is above every other power. And he did that when he sacrificed himself. The Bible says the gates of heaven opened on their own accord. He went in, won the battle, came with feet, and he gave to us. And when he was going to heaven with his blood, he got to the heaven's gate. He said, hey, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be thou lifted up ye everlasting doors, that the king of glory might come in. A voice responded, who is this king of glory? He said, you don't get me. I have the blood of atonement. Lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be thou lifted up ye everlasting doors, that the king of glory shall come in. The voice answered again, who is this king of glory he is the lord god hey strong in battle mighty god hey the gates opened and god entered that is possession that is possession the gates of hell could not prevail against it when you possess the gates you control the gates of heaven and you control the gates of hell that is what we call possessing the gate and somebody will possess the gate this morning you don't get what I'm saying. Hey, I wish somebody's hearing me this morning. And Jesus, when he did that, something happened. He said, wait till the Holy Ghost comes. When the Holy Ghost came upon them, 
something extra happened. The same thing that Jesus did, they did. Jesus was anointed with Holy Ghost and power. He said he would give them power. He did give them power. And when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they began to do. It didn't matter where they were. Wherever they arrived, a gate was open to heaven. Wherever they stopped, there was a gate open to heaven. And every gate of hell was shut up. So you are a mobile gate. Say the altar here is an added advantage but it doesn't mean that when you step out there you can't walk to the sick and say hey sick receive your healing as you did that in the power of the holy ghost a gate of heaven is open that sickness has no choice than to leave that vicinity hey i don't know what spirit they have called forth from a gate of hell now people do that men who are we're praying we're going to pray men who understand this do that they go and open altar and they open gates and begin to get spiritual assistance against you somebody in your family has opened a gate in the name of a strong man or a gate man and he has made negotiations with the spiritual against your life the question is why are we not possessing our gates revelation and I close with that, we'll pray. Why are we not possessing our gate? Now, this is a story that came from the Old Testament. But there was a revelation in the New. As a matter of fact, in, in Revelations, to tell you how relevant it was, even though it was a story of the Old Testament. He said, but I have a few things against thee, because thou hast dared them. The whole doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling ball before the children of Israel, to eat things, sacrifice unto the idols, and to commit fornication. I'm telling you why we are no more possessing our gate. Because when you know it, today, God will show mercy. And after today, you will maintain control by not doing them. Are we together? Are we together? Now, Balak, an enemy of the children of God, wanted to put a curse on them. What did he do? He went for a sorcerer. He went for a prophet. This guy was good. If he lays a curse, it will happen. How does he do it? He told them, if you want to do this, these people are fortified. He said, no witchcraft, no enchantment shall come upon the children of, of Jacob. Hey, it won't work. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to try. I'm going to do everything I know. We have to raise altars. We have to open gates. He opened 12 different gates of hell against the children of God. Sacrifices, two goats, two rams on each of the gates just to make sure it was effect effective. What happened? All of those gates turned against them. All the spirits he invited and authorized as they carried that course and they were going, the courses were turning to bless him. The curses were turning to blessing. He didn't get that. As they were getting to the children of the children of Israel, it was blessings they were handing over. No more curses. Possessing the gate. No matter the gates they've opened against you, no matter the spirit they've brought against you, if you believe the word of God today, even if they've given them a curse to hand over you, at the end of the day, they will hand blessings over you. You didn't hear me. They will hand blessings over you. It wasn't enough. The man went and told him, let us go to the mountain and open 12 other gates against the children of Israel. That is 24 gates. We are opened against them and none had effect. Why is only one gate open at the backyard of somebody having effect over you? Just one little gate, a small girl open at the backyard of her house is having effect over you. It's an error. 24 gates do not work. Then what did he do? At this place, he told Balak, 
come. I have a doctrine I have to teach you. He said he taught Balak. Your enemies are busy going through courses on how to bring you down. They are busy learning. They are teaching them. They are busy going through courses on how to bring you down. And every day you're ending up in the bear palo eating amala and drinking and drinking malt. Your enemy is spending time learning on how to bring you down. But today we'll show them that we'll know what to do. And he told him, this is what you're going to do to make them lose possession. Number one, make a doctrine. Make it and tell them that they can what? Mix with other gods and nothing will happen. Tell them they can commit fornication and nothing will happen. Tell them that they can commit adultery. Put a stumbling block. And that stumbling block is tell them that when they commit adultery, God will forgive them. Tell them that when they commit incest, father will sleep with daughter. Daughter will sleep with father. Brother will sleep with sister. Tell them that women, when they sleep with women, when men sleep with men, nothing will happen. What was that for? For them to lose possession. Please, can we stand up on our feet? Can we stand up on our feet this morning? I don't know what it is. I have only three minutes. We might just do prayer, one prayer point and I'm gone. I have only three minutes. What it is that you have been doing that has made you lose possession of the gate. I don't know what it is you have been doing all your life. Look at the list. He told them, make it comfortable for them to serve other gods. He told them, make it comfortable for them to begin to sleep with women that are not their wives. People that were not, make it comfortable to them to sin so that they'll lose possession. You're going to open your mouth and say, my father, my father. Hey, hey, the Bible said a contrite and broken heart. He shall not what? He shall not forget. You're going to pray this morning. Oh, Lord, by your message, just show mercy upon me. If that's the only prayer you can pray. Father, mercy. My father, my father, as I pray. Show forth your mercy. Hey, you might say, you don't get in contact with other gods. You might say, I don't commit fornication, I don't commit adultery. But if there's somebody in your family line that has fallen into that trap, that thing can transcend unto you. You can only say, Father, have mercy. Father, have mercy. Father, have mercy. Have mercy upon me this morning. Hey, without the mercy of God, you cannot possess your gate. Father, have mercy upon me. Is somebody praying? It doesn't matter the sin this morning. You're before your maker. Cry out to him and say, Father, have mercy. Father, have mercy. Father, have mercy. You begin to pray. Father, restore me by your mercy. In the place of authority. I have missed it, but Father, restore me. In the place of authority. Restore me, restore me. From the place of shame to the place of glory. Restore me from the place of sickness to the place of glory. Father, restore me <laughs> to that place where I can stand and begin to declare the goodness of God. Father, restore me. Restore my family. Restore my body. Restore, restore, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Please hold somebody, hold somebody. I won't be a bad son. My father has laid and taught us what to do. Listen, as we pray now, you're not praying for yourself. If you're holding two people, you're going to pray for them. Just remove yourself. If you're holding your wife, leave your wife and hold somebody that is not connected to your family. Just hold somebody that you don't know. 
and you're going to pray no matter the gates they open it did not open as they knocked on the gate it did not open you're going to pray every gate that's been opened against me he that told you now what are you waiting for swallow the strong man swallow the gate man and swallow the enemies in the name of jesus hey this brother that i'm holding every gate working against his life every gate that has been opened against his life every gate that has been working against his life he that or to now we decree and declare we possess that gate and we command that gate begin to swallow the strong man begin to swallow the strong man begin to swallow those spirits back 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 Swallow those spirits back. Swallow those spirits back. Swallow those spirits back. Liprata Sekata. Lego Sekibakuta. In the name of Jesus. You remember when Peter was held? He said, when the angel moved with him, the gates opened of his own accord. The Bible was specific to say that that gate was made of iron. That means regardless of what the gate is made of, regardless of what was done at that gate, that gate will open this morning. I don't know the gate has been closed against you. That gate will open this morning. Hold somebody. Hold another person. We are praying. We are praying a prayer of service. Hold another person. Hey, 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 look up here. We have a gate of heaven open here. There are angels coming and descending. They are going to assist us. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. We have enough to do this. You hold that brother, you hold that sister. Every gate that has been shut against you. Every gate that has been shut against you. As we begin to pray, let that gate open. Let that gate open. Let that gate open. Somebody pray for somebody. Let that gate open. Let that gate open. Let that get open. We are possessing all the gates against the children of God this morning. Let that get open. 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 Eh, Koroto. Liprata Sekebata. Liprados. Liprata Yeketayata. Let that get open. Let that get open. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Sekepayata. Hey, if your eyes can open, the spirit is doing wonders in the house. Somebody pray in the spirit. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. Invoke the spirit of God. The angels are here to help us this morning. The spirit of God is with us. In the name of Jesus, let us do an exchange this morning. I don't know what they have deposited in your life. You're going to hold another person. If it was a curse, we are changing it to a blessing this morning. If it was a curse, I say we are changing it to a blessing. My father, my father, my father, my maker, as I hold my sister, my brother, I prefer you, my brother. Hey, everything that is not of God. Handed over to you. Let that be an exchange. 
let there be an exchange. We turn it to a blessing. We turn it to a blessing. Let there be an exchange. It turns to a blessing. Hey, Kaseketa, every poverty handed over you has turned to riches. Every sickness turned over to you has turned hey, to good health. Hey, Bakaseketa, hey, Kesoko Bareta, every bad emotion turned against you is turning around this morning to goodness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, it's turning around. It's turning around. It's turning around. It's turning around. It is turning around. It is turning around. Let say, no more shame, no more sorrow, no more terror, no more fear, no more fear, no more terror, no more oppression in your life, no more shame in your life. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father. Everyone lift your hands to heaven. Listen to me. This gate is not the only gate that has opened this morning. Where you stand right now, a gate is opened. Where you stand right now, a gate is opened. Why? Because you're the one standing there. Because you're the one standing there. Because you're the one standing here. A gate has opened. Connecting to this gate. As you live here today, anywhere you appear, in your office, in the market, in your, in your school, as you walk on the road, as you drive on the road, the gates of heaven will go with you. In the name of Jesus, if your amen is louder, it shall be your portion. Wherever you arrive, the gates of heaven will arrive. Hey, that power is in you. And we activate it today. No gates after today shall have power over you. No gates. We shut all of them. We shut all of them. Those spirits will not answer them again. Because that gate has been shut. You have become a mobile gate. Move in that glory. Move in that glory. Move in that perception. It is your portion. If you believe. Somebody worship him. Somebody worship him. Somebody worship him. Somebody worship him. Amen. Amen. I want to do two things this morning. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. Matthew 16 verse 18. Matthew 16 verse 18. And he said unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. A lot of times, people think that, people thought that Peter was the rock. But the rock actually was the revelation that Jesus is the son of a living God. He says, upon that rock, he says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. You know what I've come to do this morning? Two things. First is that whatever gate has been prevailing against you is hereby terminated. He says, upon the revelation that Jesus is the son of the living God. He says, who do men say I am? He says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Peter and Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But upon this revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. This morning, 
Listen, there are many gates that have prevailed against your father's house. There are gates that have prevailed against human beings. But today, any gates, any gates that has been prevailing against you, that hereby destroyed in the name of Jesus. It says, and upon this revelation, that Jesus, you are the son of a living God. Every gate of poverty prevailing against you, any gate of lack prevailing against you, any gate of sickness, of sin, of shame prevailing against you, today I hereby declare them terminated in the name of Jesus. I says, and the gates of hell. He didn't say the gates of hell. He says the gates of hell. Whatsoever hell brings as a gate against someone, it may even be stupidity, like he brought against Putin. It may be foolishness. It may be carelessness. Whatsoever kind of gates that has been unveiled against, that has been stopping you from moving forward, today they are hereby destroyed in the name of Jesus. Those gates lose their power over you. The gates of barrenness is hereby lost. The gates of failure, frustration, failure at the edge of breakthrough is hereby destroyed in the name of Jesus. The gates of wasting resources is hereby, it will no longer prevail against you. The gates that prevail over your father, prevail over your ancestors, that brings them to nothing, even when they rise up, we no longer prevail against you in the name of Jesus. He says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Many years ago, I was in the United States. And they said, they, somebody called me. He said, Jesus' house has crumbled. I said, Jesus has crumbled. He said, Jesus cannot crumble. Are you saying the building came down? He said, no, Jesus can I said, no, Jesus. I said, no, the building came down. That's two different things. The building, he says, because he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And by the grace of God, the building that came down still came up. And the church is still standing. I want to say to you today that whatever has been prevailing against you loses power this morning. Whatever has been prevailing against you loses power this morning in the name of Jesus. As if I will call to you, before I leave, as if I will call to you, that the house of men always want to sit down as gate men. So that they control the power. Because it's who has the control of the gates that has control of who enters and who leaves. I said, I'll call to you, is that there are gates that they pray. So that they invoke powers at the gates. I said, I'll call to you that OPC never had power until they started manning the gates in Lagos. People never understand spiritual matters. Whoever is watching over the gates of your life is trying to control your destiny. Therefore, today, we declare spiritual blindness upon everyone that wants to control your destiny in the name of Jesus. Psalm 24, verse 7 to 10. Psalm 24, verse 7 to 10. It says, lift up your head. I've heard it this morning. It says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, what does it mean? Was this an everlasting door? It means a door that has been existed before you were born. A door that does not have a key. 
He does not have a key. He said, does not have a key. He doesn't have a key. If he has a key, the key is missing. The key is lost. Nobody knows where the key is. Nobody knows how to be delivered. He said, but the Bible says, oh, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And he didn't say, he didn't say, he didn't say the creator. He said the king of glory. It means that glory is at stake if the gates is shut. Therefore, today I declare the name that is good than every other name. Everything that wants to cause your shame, let them be destroyed this morning in the name of Jesus. He says the king of glory. Everyone that's come to church this morning, listen. Your present that you take home is that the king of glory comes to your life. Comes to your marriage. Comes to your home. Comes to your children. Comes to your family. Comes to your business. Comes to your career. No more shame. No more shame. No more shame. No more stagnation. No more stagnation. No more sorrow. No more sickness. In the name of Jesus. He says, and who is this king of glory? He said, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Verse 9. He says, lift up your heads, all ye gates. He will lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. I love the Yoruba translation. Today I declare that the glory of God enters your life. The glory of God enters your marriage, your ministry, your career, your home, your destiny. There shall be no more shame in your life. Every single one of you here this morning, there shall be no more shame. No more stagnation. No more go slow. In the name of Jesus. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord of Hosts. He's the King of Glory. May you, visit, may you receive the visit of the Lord of Hosts. In the name of Jesus. We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles. On Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, The Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.